You're listening to Drek Happens, a Shadowrun podcast. Welcome to episode 8. If you're here for the first time, thanks for checking us out. Every episode is a direct sequel to the previous one, so I recommend you start from the very first before continuing. Oh, and one more thing, as entertaining as we might think we are, Drek Happens is for mature audiences only. Still here, chummers? Aw yeah, let's get this show started. It's time to talk about Neo. Neo was born and raised in an arcology of the Renraku Corporation. His parents were happy wage slaves who were determined to rise up the career ladder. They knew their son was smart and good with computers. What they did not know was that he was gifted with the uncanny ability to access, speak, and talk to computers without requiring any peripherals. It didn't take him long to search the matrix and realize who he was, a technomancer. Neo also researched what AAA corporations are willing to do to recruit technomancers. Through bribery, coercion, blackmail, and even murder, Neo knew his parents' employer would stop at nothing if they knew what he was capable of. So he did what he thought was the only way to help. He faked his own death by taking advantage of a terrible car accident that conveniently left an unidentifiable corpse and his personal comm link at the devastated scene. His parents mourned their loss and Neo, with the help of the shadows and the manipulations of the Matrix, became anonymous. And with his powers, he found it easy to quote unquote, borrow money from the wealthiest bastards alive without getting caught. With no family or friends, Neo yearned for community. He built a network of friends to the Matrix, but refused to meet them in person in case Renraku discovers the truth and puts their lives at risk. However, not too long ago, he came across a facility that hosted and entertained teenagers the same age as him. Neo thought it was odd for teenagers to have such limited access to the Matrix. Whoever this business was, he saw these restrictions not only unusual, but cruel. So he hacked his way through the company's defenses and met a user named R1. After hours of talking, Neo convinced R1 she needed to get the hell out of there. And that's what led her to the Bad Feelings Good Food restaurant. Now let's get back to the story. Thanks to Rospado's smooth talking, the team is officially pardoned by the local crime boss. But they have one more question, and it's about R1. Who the hell is this girl? Oh, and he says, oh, yes. So I don't know if you heard me during the commotion, but I warned you, if you take her, they're going to kill you. And he says, like, we were protecting her. And we, you know, th- th- there is some really bad shit out there. And uh, we just, we, we, we were concerned for her safety. And we were protecting her from herself, too. I would keep an eye on her. I do not trust her. You know, she killed one of my men. And he was a good guy. Just... Be careful around her, okay? We didn't know what to do with her at the po- moment, but we didn't really have much of a, you know, much time to decide because you guys came in and blew up everything. But um, one, he has a heart for people who have lost, um, who are lost uh, in, in his city, and he he tries to help them. But when there are other forces that are trying to kill her or take her, then that's when he puts them in, 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 in a locked room just to make sure she's safe. And uh, and if she's, you know. If she's acting up or whatever, then we just bind her to keep her safe. But it looked like she was trying to rape her. Yeah. Uh, who said, like, uh, are you guys going to mention that word? Okay. Uh, no. uh, 
Don't right. Do okay. No, we we have to mention it because it's either she's lying to us or her or the guy was actually trying to rape her and he needed to know about that anyway. We could build some kind of trust or whatever with him. That's completely sidebarred out of character. If there's objections, do it. Do it. Do it. Okay, she says that your man that she killed was trying to rape her. He's like taken aback. He goes, no, 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 no. My man would never do that. Kill her. And if he killed her, because, you know, I didn't know he was dead until after you guys left. Um, then, you know, either she killed him or something killed him. And we don't know what. So, you know, if anything, you know, if we see her again, you know, I just... You know, I would I would interrogate her because I, I you know that's obviously not you guys didn't kill him. I thought maybe you guys did, but it didn't look like a bullet wound, so I don't know how you guys did it. But uh, so he he was actually genuinely confused. He 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 doesn't know. Where did you find her at? Uh, she came to the restaurant, and then uh, and then he received, and then but he had strict instructions from a anonymous uh, contributor to the town, and he says that if this girl ever comes in. You're supposed to kill her. And he didn't want to do that. And by the way, uh, this anonymous contributor is, you know, uh, it was it was it was sent by courier. And then when we asked the courier like who did this, then they said it was just some older woman. Okay. So that's all that's all he knows. And so he just confuses you. And then when you guys started to blow up the place, he thought that maybe the older woman sent her goons and, and tried to kill her. Okay. Thank you so much, Vic. Again, we're sorry. Okay, yeah. Just uh, come back with that favor. I know you guys will pay it in full. All right, we leave. And okay. what, 10, 10 million to get back? Yep, yep. Okay. Damn. Maybe Elle should come clean about why she's, she's so opinionated about certain things. Sure, go ahead. It's your character. Okay. Uh... Well, okay, yeah, because now, now that things are getting, like, weird, like, crazy lady trying to kill two-year-old, 14-year-olds, and weird R&D, R&D stuff, and uh, technomancers and stuff, so, um, Elle's, part of Elle's backstory is, uh, she's searching for, for her, for, for a woman who's very important to her named Reese, um, which which uh, R one looks uh, strikingly similar to in in like a really weird vague way, um, and uh, that that knife that that L keeps trying to you know get her to remember by is was Reese's. Um, Reese has been missing for three, three months, at least three to six months. And Elle's been trying to find her this whole time. So now she's super confused because there's a there's an older lady telling telling people to kill this young clone potential Reese and blah blah blah. She was kind of hoping clone is a piece of Reese. Did you just make a Reese's pieces joke? (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah. 
how much does she look like Reese? Like, are the similarities like younger versions or relative? Well, that was Rosie's perception check. All I said is that <laughs> she looks very familiar, and uh, yeah, and fourteen years old. The barring Jay's dumb joke, he's probably accurate. These are probably clones of Reese, and she's killing her clones because she doesn't want them out there, right? There's some probably no, weird. Look at look at if if that older lady is actually Reese, then L has no problem killing the girl then. Yeah, but, but are you, you know, gonna say that out loud in front of her face? No, I'm just sorry. This is sorry. Hopefully, so send her to the send her to the facility then. Is what you're saying. Well, you know, well, like we don't really time, know. So. Not, this is like the first solid lead to finding to finding this person. So I don't know. Um, Seems like their only option is to send her out. Yeah, nice. I think so. I guess. Yeah. Just where we. And try by to blow. the way, this is when Arwan just says, "Hey guys, I just want to thank you so much for you know <laughs> rescuing me, and I I I I am so I'm so excited to live this life." And I want to do good for the community. We're like trying to take the tracker. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh huh, uh huh. And Neo's like totally in love with her because this girl's actually pretty attractive, and he's just like he's just a young teenager that just like you know he's like I, I finally met the girl of my my dreams, and she's amazing, and I can't wait to like start a life with her. All right. Give her the tracker. Send her to the yeah. facility. Plan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we literally exhausted my contact and Vic to get more information with little result. So we, at this point, kind of have to send her back to the facility, and maybe when we do recon or information gathering about the building, L see somebody she knows or something. Hopefully. All right. <laughs> so L, we're gonna put this tracker on you. Or no, L. Sorry, L and R. <laughs> J, J with the L and R. Okay. R, we're going to put this tracker on you. I asked Neo, is there any way that you can track this as well? Okay. And so what Neo can do is that he can wirelessly uh, um, not only track her, but listen to her um, too at the same time. So like whenever the audio is going, it's transmitting and he, could, he, he, ha he has a full capability of monitoring that. So we should contact the Johnson, right? and complete yep. the mission right be, be, before we do that what is the time frame that we're going to give her that we're going to go in after her it's no time frame it's more like once you get to the facility you get settled in we'll do our recon and we'll come after you I mean, yep. we can't promise yeah, like it'll perfect. happen okay. within a day but oh, that's, tell okay. her that's the plan and as soon as we can yeah since tim had so many successes she trusts you guys with her life okay all right so, yeah or her. He has full confidence in Tim. Like she looks up to you as if you're like her new father. Oh, okay. wow, she's imprinted on you, dude. <laughs> okay. All right. Awkward. Um Right. We set up the tracker. We contact Mr. Johnson. Okay, so yeah, he answers it and you know he uh you know he just says yes <laughs> you know like he's like surprised that you guys anyone's like using this phone number to, to reach him so we got okay girl. We, we got the girl where, where do you want to meet good 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 okay so yeah he says okay let's just meet uh he goes i've never done this before so uh i don't know you want to meet like at a fast food joint or yeah, we know hey, a food place called <laughs> 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 better food or whatever it's called yeah you want to meet there 
Yeah, actually. <laughs> Let's meet there. <laughs> and he says, okay, let me look up its opening hours. And then he goes, oh, it says it's Apparently, there's been some shootout there. Oh, no. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to meet at this diner? Yeah, this diner is nearby. That yeah, okay. <laughs> so, you guys, I mean, this diner is not the one that's next to, um, you know, Tim's house. It's like, you know, it's a random diner. So, let's just say it's 20 minutes away from both of you guys. Oh, no, pick one closer so we don't have to pay for the cab. Okay, so he says, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm glad to meet you yeah, and pick her up. So, let's do that. All right, be at this diner in 30 minutes. Okay. I asked Neo, can you get a layout of the building? Yeah, he could do that. So, you know, he just closes his eyes really quick, and, uh, and he could actually wirelessly transmit, like, all the data into his head. And so he just picks it up, and, and he's like, okay, yep, 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 yep. And then he, he does it, and so he'll give you the layout. Um, it's like a ordinary, like, it looks like a Denny's basically. And, you know, it has the booths and it has like the, the tables out there. And you assume you're just going to meet at a booth. And so, uh, but it's a, it's a large parking lot outside, lots of windows, very, very spacious. And, um, and it's a very friendly area. The, this place is 20 minutes away. It's, the, it's like a medium lifestyle place for a diner. Okay, so you guys just plan to meet up? Any other prep, or are you guys good to go? We're good. good to go. Oh, it's good. Okay, so why don't you guys move your locations where you are? I did for everybody. Uh, chef is at the edge of the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that accurate? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be waiting yeah, out in the parking lot. So then Mr. Johnson comes in. So he comes in, he, you know, you wave him over, he comes over to your booth, and, uh, and I guess uh, Arwan's right next to you, Respaldo? Yeah. Oh, hello, Arwan. And he's like, good to see you again. And he says, it's time to go home. And so, uh, and he, and Tim, he looks at you and he hands you the cred stick. And he's going to go off and, you know, he drives in like, in a, in a, you know, a modest vehicle. It's not like a good, you know, you can tell he's not an executive. He's just like a, a an engineer, if anything, and a uh, data scientist or whatever it is. And so, uh, and he drives off and, and there he goes. Thank you for listening to Drek Happens. This shout out goes to my favorite fan fiction Shadowrun author, Shapkano, spelled S-H-A-P-C-A-N-O, Shapkano. Because of his works, I fell in love with the Shadowrun universe back in the year 2000 when I was studying abroad in Tokyo. I immersed myself in the Japanese culture and I rarely hung out with fellow English speakers. But my one guilty pleasure was reading Shapkano's Shadowrun novels, which are still free online. I'd print out hundreds of his books' pages and read them on the train. I know, I know, that was not very green of me, but this was before the Kindle or smartphones were invented. Anyway, I got hooked on the protagonist, Owen Glendower. He is an elite warrior who is also a very charming face. He was basically a humble version of James Bond placed in the world of Shadowrun. Owen survived fantastic adventures with villains you love to hate. And I remember asking Shepkano back in the day if he could write more and I'd be willing to pay for it. 
He laughed in his email replies and said all his works were simply made out of love for the game of Shadowrun. Unfortunately, and with great sadness, I recently learned Shepkano passed away in April 2013. If you'd like to read his stories, I linked them on our blog at dreckhappens.com. There's also a linked article that shares a wonderful tribute as to who Shepkano was in real life. His legacy is worth sharing, and I know you'll enjoy his fanfiction novels as I did. Thanks, Chummers. Yeah, the only thing that could heal stun damage is if you give him an adrenaline shot like of a stim patch, but that's a chance of addiction. That's addictive. Yo, yo, you got them stim pack dog? Speaking <laughs> <laughs> so, of which, how much are grenades? How much are grenades? I didn't look it up. Does anyone know how much yeah, grenades did, are? Do you know how much grenades are? I thought uh, it was like 200. Did you go fragmentation or HE? What's the difference? Uh, fragmentation is like uh, your standard frag. So it's think of it like a mini claymore. There's actually particulate in the blast. What would be uh, more high... likely to kill a two-year-old clone? <laughs> Either one, really? <laughs> okay, look. I mean, if you're put it like that. Okay, they both cost a hundred. They 100. both cost a hundred. 